Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. I don't remember which uh, episode we're on, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> These might get released out of order, so who cares? <laughs> uh, we are here to discuss the movies from our childhood. Both Mandy and I have picked several down the line, and uh, we've got a bunch more coming out for you. But for now, for this episode in particular, we are discussing... The 1992 baseball comedy, A League of Their Own. All right. Uh, and of course, as always, uh, we like to tell everyone who's listening, if you've never seen the film, to go ahead and stop the podcast right now, come back later, and uh, listen to the rest of this. So quit it. <laughs> okay. And you're back. All right. All right. Yeah, it was a great movie. Thanks so much, guys. Um, I would say as far as baseball films are concerned, uh, this is my... Uh, Favorite, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, let's go ahead and bring in our guests to talk about that as well in the studio, which by the studio, of course, we mean whichever room we happen to be in at the time of recording. <laughs> we have uh, Kalamazoo area comedians, Victoria Mansberger. Hello. Hey. And Brennan Schoen. Hey. hey. hey Thanks, guys. guys. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about uh, A League of Their Own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talk about a baseball comedy yeah, right i thought that was a strange uh, way to describe yeah no, i didn't know that was a genre of film yeah baseball comedy yeah. well i mean there's how many films are there tons that are of them. Oh, ton- baseball major comedy? league that's the only other one i can uh, see bull durham. major league two sandlot got three, bull durham sandlot. sandlot is a baseball comedy i would i think I would there's say. like one moment of comedy in sandlot <laughs> the, the rookie i was gonna say there's one moment of baseball really. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the rookie, uh, Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck, oh my right? God, Mr. Oh, baseball. what was that uh, baseball b- movie with uh, Bernie Mac? Yeah, uh, Mr. Oh, 3000 yeah. or something. Yeah. Something like that. Baseball comedy. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you guys said, you just said, literally just said that A League of Their Own is your favorite baseball comedy. Yes. Yeah. By far. I've seen this movie and like a thousand times. both of you just times. named Major League. Yeah. I, in fact, I don't. I couldn't even tell you the last time I saw Major League. I've seen Major League a thousand times too. We could easily put that on the That's, show. That's uh, <laughs> Sheen, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Way more Wild than thing. Sheen, though. Wild, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Wesley That's it. Snipes. Oh yeah. yeah. And there was like uh, the guy from the Old Spice commercials. Wasn't isn't he in that movie? Uh yeah, the Jobu don't don't mess with Jobu. Or is that a wrong? totally different guy? I, I know like what you're talking about. That's totally a different. He's guy. from the Allstate commercials. What about the yeah. dad from Mr. Belvedere, who's also a sportscaster? Who's yes, yeah. uh, George. Is his name George? What is his name? <laughs> I don't know. It's don't some baseball-y know. name like Rod Carew or something. Bob Uecker. Bob yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Oh my goodness. There it George. is. <laughs> Brennan coming out of left field. Hey, left field. Another baseball reference. Mr. Belvedere, though he knows Mr. Belvedere. Oh, uh, so this is actually going to be the major league edition. No. <laughs> it's a league of their own. Yeah. All right. So uh, you guys both watched the movie for this podcast. Uh, how long? Well, other than the fact that it was miraculously just on the television on the Sundance channel when we showed up here to record. When was the last time you guys watched before we made you watch it for this podcast? <laughs> it was like, honestly, just a few weeks ago. A couple cable. weeks ago. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. fun. Similarly, like it was just on. We watched it because it was on. Yeah, it's one of those movies that if it's on, you you maybe just watch it. Yeah, yeah, sure. I see that happening all the time. Yeah, that's what I mean. My uh, exposure to it was clearly just it was on in the room and I started watching it until I you know thought it was a good movie. I own it now, but... Uh, I yeah. love it. My sister and I probably... There was a summer in particular where we watched it probably every other day. Sure. I mean, as far as sports movies go, I mean, this is... This is it for me. Uh, are there any other sports movies that hold any uh, spots in your hearts? Oh, my God. You guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like millions. 
<laughs> like, I mean, we don't have time for all those probably no, but, but is there like a, i mean even if you want to call like if you want to call teen wolf a sports movie we sure, can say sure. teen wolf yeah. or if you want you know you want to say like uh yeah varsity blues oh <laughs> or, yes or, love or, that um, one even like oh my goodness rudy there you go yeah. Rudy is a great picture. for whatever reason the only one that comes to my mind is remember the titans oh I, well I come know. on that's like some it's all right but it's like isn't it like denzel washington doing like a yeah. disney version of like a football film or whatever yes. yeah. like sunday um sunday night lights is a like honestly i actually tend to any given sunday friday, friday night, night lights, lights. Friday <laughs> night. any <laughs> given sunday friday night lights I tend to like football movies more Me than too. baseball movies, I'd say. And I don't even like watching Ooh. football, but football movies, I love. The Longest Yard? Is yes. that the, the Adam the, Sandler remake? No, that, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awful. Yeah. I actually, it's scary how attractive I am to the convicts. Like, the big, you know, muscular. How attractive you are to the convicts? How attracted or? I am. Okay. Yeah, like. Oh, God. Yeah. Have ever seen uh, Wildcats with Goldie Hawn? Woo, that's a good one. The 80s. <laughs> Wildcat. She, like, she's yeah, the coach, she isn't she? She's the coach, like yeah. a like a yeah. like okay. a all black football team, and it's yeah. like it's pretty great. Huh. Yeah, it's one of the great Goldie Hawn pictures of the '80s, like better than Overboard for sure. Talk sure. about remaking a movie, oh. remake Wildcat. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she? Uh... Didn't she take over like a scout troop also? Is yeah, this like well, a, no, she's like a fish, Long. she's like a fish oh, out yeah, of water. But that's a really good movie too. <laughs> called Troop Beverly Hills. But yeah, okay. Shelly Long. Uh, really? I don't think I I've ever heard really good and Shelly Long in the same <laughs> oh sentence. Oh my God, have you not seen Money Pit? <laughs> yes. I, oh yeah. That's true. Because that's really good and Shelly Long also. <laughs> and, um, and Hello Cheers. Again. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Yeah. I was like, what about Cheers? Yeah, but good. all of those were good despite her. I feel like, I feel like Brennan's just waiting to pounce in with his favorite Shelly Long. No. He, he's gonna bring out all of his Shelley Long collectibles that yeah. he's got. Brendan loves Shelley Long time. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the Shelley Long and short of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we watched this movie, right? Yeah, a league of their own. Uh, so it's like ladies baseball, right? Yeah, yeah it's got a. It stars Gina Davis. She mm-hmm. is Dottie. She's pretty much. I would say she's the main character. Is Gina Davis attractive? What a question! Because oh, yeah. we talked the other the other time uh-huh. when I was on about whether or not Andy McDowell. No. Yeah, and no. she is. And she you is not. undeniably, yeah. and no. both Mandy and I agree yeah. that Andy McDowell no. is mistaken I am for a, sexy because clearly, of some mistake I am that clearly, happened in paperwork yeah. somewhere in Hollywood. They <laughs> 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 filed it wrong. Yeah, they filed her wrong <laughs> under sexy somehow. I, I am a McDowell rod till the end. I do not know what happened because she is alien at best. Uh, <laughs> So I will also side on. That's a hard no on Andy. McDowell. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, thank God, you're the first guy that has it's been true. like no. Because yeah, you good. guys know we did. Uh, we we did the first four episodes of this stupid, stupid idea about uh, Groundhog, Groundhog. Day. I can't even remember the name I of the know. movie. Groundhog Day, and uh, Victoria <laughs> was actually on one of the episodes that died. It was. It's a lost episode. 47 minutes. We got to 47 minutes before we realized that there was something wrong with the recording. <laughs> and uh, we had to shoot it in the head and bury it forever. I still have some of the audio from it, and I might throw it in. Uh, Put it up on the Patreon. <laughs> 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 the audio is is terrible. It's got It's missing like three seconds every 10 seconds or so. It just blips out for no reason, so it's really hard to follow, but... I'd be upset about it, but there's no crying in podcasts. Oh, <laughs> way to go. 
Uh, um, back to Gina Davis. Yeah. Um, yes and no. She's it just depends. That gorgeous. You'd think so? She's totally yeah. rapable in Thelma and Louise, you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I oh, don't, yeah. I Cutthroat don't, Island. Yeah. I mean, no, she like literally well, gets sexually assaulted in Thelma and Louise, but she is a very attractive <laughs> well, woman. Well, yeah. Like, even in this movie, they like, they, like, she's got like doll esque qualities. Yeah. yeah right, and right. I mean, I think Dugan's attracted to her. Yeah. As well, actually, yeah. Fun, about, uh, fun fact: How about Jimmy? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, he actually there was this movie is originally four hours long. Whoa. <laughs> they cut out like, they cut out like two hours of it, and there was supposed to be ro- a romance thing between her and Jimmy, and he actually kisses her. So they're um so they they cut that out, and that's when she's crying at, after her like when she's crying when Bob walks in. Yeah, she's actually crying because. Of what happened with Jimmy. Huh. And, or no, no, sorry. Scratch that. Um, when she says, go ahead and trade me. Yeah. She's actually like talking about that because Jimmy kisses her. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, sorry. That was the wrong, that was the wrong fun fact. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, I really want that to work. That like, was the least I fun fact. Have loved that. You'd no. rather have her with Dukes than with uh, Bill Pullman? It can't work uh. because of Bill Pullman. Unless Bill <laughs> Pullman really died in the scene yeah, where he they gets think the, he died. The Mr. He, Spaghetti treatment? Yeah, there. but yeah. no, no, there's no way. Not in the time period, not in the way that women are supposed oh. to be. There's no way it would work. I realize now what I was talking about. Okay, <laughs> so Marla, which we'll talk about her in a little bit. Marla Hooch. Marla Hooch, who's like supposed to be ugly. Yeah. She um ends up leaving the team because she goes and gets married. Nelson. To yep. Nelson. Yeah, ain't I, baby? <laughs> That's, I, I sing it we in got, yeah. We got a clip of that, yeah, too. Like, <laughs> you know what? That should be the first clip we play. Yeah, Marla Let's see. Sing. Marla sings. Where we Just talk Gina amongst yourselves for a second. Okay. I like how you say she's supposed to be ugly. She I, is ugly. Yes. She dolls up pretty she nice. She's the most plain Jane of them. Like she's even less interesting than Rosie O'Donnell, but the fact of the matter is she's ugly. Well, like she she's looks... pegged as the ugly one. Yes. Marla didn't come. She came. Yeah, well, where is she been? It's been in the background the whole time during the scene and just didn't know. Thinking of you. <laughs> this the you here is Oh no, the scene. Never be what did you do to her? <laughs> Not that we just gave her a dress. And we'll let her lick her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, go ahead. Go ahead. I love how she gets uglier as she sings. Yeah. Oh, well, she's drunk. I think it's something kind of interesting about her voice. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's not meant to be good, but no. I think at points it is. Yeah, they cartoon it up and they make her do the over-the-top yeah. nonsense. Just, I mean, she's not as unattractive as they make her out I, to be. I agree. When she gets all dolled up for the wedding and everything, they're like, look, we just gave her some makeup and a dress. Exactly. And she's... Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> they have to drag her off stage. <laughs> We're forcing people to listen to this. Yes, right? we are. I cut this clip. You have to hear it. I sing it in Nelson, ain't I, baby? <laughs> you sure are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Nelson wants well, to so get some of that. They like, end no. up getting married. Yeah, they and, do. And um, well, they what they cut out of that four hours is Marla actually comes back and plays on a different team. Oh, weird. And she's pregnant. 
<laughs> and they make and yeah, she's literally pregnant and they make an exception for her and let her like play like the other teams are supposed to, you know, not be, you know, coming at her or whatever. So Gina Davis doesn't realize that that it's Marla and she's she runs into her Whoa. at like third base or something and Marla gets taken off on a stretcher. And so like she that's why she's crying when wow. um Bill Pullman walks in. Huh. So yeah, they cut out like tons of shit from this movie that I was like, why didn't they leave that in there? That would have been so good. Because that's right. insane. <laughs> the baby yeah, dad. that's terrible. Not in there because it's literally insane. <laughs> like, why is a pregnant woman playing yeah, baseball? That, that ended up bringing <laughs> along the rule of not being able to play while pregnant. Sure, yeah, <laughs> there were trailblazers back then. Uh, so this is uh, women are playing baseball in lieu of men playing baseball because they're all gone off to war. Uh, Harvey, chocolate bar man, uh, decides to go that route instead of letting baseball die while the guys are away. Uh, and he hires Ira Lowenstein to, uh, make women's baseball a thing. But here's the, like, the beginning newsreel. I love the newsreel clips, the old timey, um, yeah. Who is that guy? This is based in Gary Marshall? No, no, no. Historical fiction. Yeah. Yes. Because this actually happened during World War II. Women really did play baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Harry Harry something? What's the guy's name? The the guy that does this voice. The. This This guy. Baseball pitches in for the you war have Wikipedia. Trading bats for bullets. Yankee like star Joe list. DiMaggio promises yeah. to give those Nazis a joke. Ace fireballer Bob Feller has traded Cleveland Gray for That's the one. Uh-huh. Baseball's yeah. biggest stars say, look out, Mr. Hitler. The Yanks are coming. <laughs> Not to mention the Indians, Red Sox, and Tigers. And they won't come back till it's over. Over there. Meanwhile, Chicago club owner Walter Harvey, the candy bar. Gary Marshall. Met yep. with other team owners. Who's actually the, the brother. Isn't it husband of the director, Penny Marshall? Yeah, you know, I wrote down that they were married. The but then I saw something Harvey's else that they were siblings. Maybe they're married siblings. Yeah. I think Penny Marshall's married to one of the Reiners. Yes, she is. Oh, Thank you. Lowenstein. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Um, but also, speaking of siblings... Um, Shirley Baker, the one that uh-huh. can't read. Yeah. Um, she is a Cusack. She's uh, really? John. Cusick. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Anne she was just in How something. How did you know that? Anne's in Shortcuts. She's like, this is the only other thing that Anne's in. How no, she was I just in something that I was watching the other day. Well, she's in a lot of TV shows. Like she does. No. What, when you say she was, she's in Shortcuts, what is that? Shortcuts is a movie from 1993 directed by Robert Altman. Oh. The same guy, I think he did the Doors movie. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's a pretty weird movie. It's like 22 short uh, stories that come together. It's almost like a... Like a live action novella. And, and you know, I don't know how to explain it really. It's, a, you know, like how Pulp Fiction is, is a bunch of uh-huh. short stories that come together in a way that shortcuts is similar. It's, oh. Or like Magnolia, that sort of picture okay. where it's like a lot of, or what's another one that was really popular in the early 90s that oh, Crash. Crash. Yeah. yeah. Those movies that are like a bunch of pieces that then come together. Shortcuts there was a. An indie version of that. You can of also story. hear this on our other podcast, Six Degrees of Cusack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel wish. like I feel I like that should that. be I, yeah. I feel like that should be a thing. I think I could do that. I've seen all Cusack pictures, even like the worst, the worst of them, like Serendipity. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Oh my god, I love must, cheesy must romance. Love dogs, like <laughs> <laughs> oh, with Diane Lane. Yes. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, it's a romantic cow. And <laughs> some of the words. High fidelity. High fidelity yeah, is my like favorite. some people really love. I do. Movie. I love it. As a, I own as it. As a feminist, I can't stand high huh? fidelity. It's like <laughs> it's about some like I don't know over romanticized version of the hipster male who like collects records <laughs> and, and women in the same Bless. kind of way. You know, like sure. yeah. So I don't. I don't really. But he it. keeps the records. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um, <laughs> and then Joan shows up in Toys, right? Uh-huh. With Robin, with Robin Williams. She's like a robot She's lady. She's in Shameless. I know. Have you guys watched Shameless at all? Yeah. I've seen Shameless. Yeah. She does really well in Shameless. Yes. She's like always all pilled up. She's real crazy. Yeah. She yeah. St- likes to stick stuff in Frank's ass. Yeah. <laughs> she has a whole like... New season available on Netflix right now. <laughs> Joan Cusack is pretty amazing. She shows up in a lot of his movies. She's like his secretary in Gross Point Blank. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they make these uh, ladies try out for baseball. They got to go through the whole process. And uh, hold on. I need to find. I should have found the clip before I started talking about the clip. <laughs> but my favorite part in this movie is the um, the John, scout. Yeah. John and, Lovitz. Yeah. John Lovitz shows he, up. They actually wrote that part for him. For if, him. If, if, if he couldn't do it, then they weren't going to have even have him in it or have that character. Is his name Eddie? Yes, I think that yeah. it is. All right, hold on. Where are we at here? He is Ernie. Ernie Capendido. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I guess I don't have it when... Keep talking, people. <laughs> yeah, no, they... Well, they wrote that specifically for him. And when he comes in, he comes to their game where um, Kit, Gina Davis's younger sister, played... Uh, by Lori Petty, she misses the ball. Of course, Gina Davis, Dottie, wails it. And so, yeah, so he is not interested in Kit. He's interested in Dottie. Yeah, here we go. Here's this. Who are you? I'm Ernie Cappadino. I'm a baseball scout. I saw you playing today. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> you ever hear of Walter Harvey? Makes Harvey bars? You know, the candy. Yeah, feed them to the cows when they're constipated. That's the guy. <laughs> He's starting the girls' baseball league. So we can make a buck while the boys are overseas. Want to play? Huh? Nice retort. <laughs> Try out I wish everybody it's spoke this way. Like, I want every newscast to be <laughs> Harry Shearer and every, every person to be John Lovitz. dollars a week. <laughs> we only make 30 at the dairy. Well, then, this would be more, wouldn't it? You interested? <laughs> Come There's on. actually a cow being born, like two stalls down, I guess. So later, when the cow your, your moves really loud and he's like, "Shut up!" That's actually like a cow giving birth. <laughs> you dames won't be doing any of that. You'll be playing baseball. See? Oh, relax. I'm talking, looky, no touching. Just that we want girls who are easy on the eye. Well, I'll go. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. I gotta sign something. Okay. I don't want you. I want her. The one who hit the ball. You can climb back under the cow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's Ernie, and he gets them uh, on the train, gets them to uh, training camp, I guess. Yeah. To- when, he wa- when he walks out and all the chickens, and he's like, haven't you ever heard of a leash? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, of this entire movie, my favorite part, aside from when uh, Stillwell gets hit in the face with the baseball mat, <laughs> uh, this is my favorite line, which also is a John Lovitz line here. <laughs> You know, if I had your job, I'd kill myself. <laughs> Sit here, I'll see if I can dig up a pistol. It's <laughs> the, the greatest. Uh, totally worth it for him to be in the movie just for that, <laughs> as, as far as I'm concerned. 
Uh, so yeah, we haven't. We you asked about Jimmy, like oh, back Gina Davis. I feel like she's pretty sometimes, and not she has majorly huge um, jawline. Yeah, she's like, got like a weird square face. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know. the square face thing. But um, anyways, yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks. Is, this is he's like you the, notice that about her, but not about Andy McDowell. You the leave woman McDowell has the exact alone. Same issue where her <laughs> jaw is like super square. Yeah, yeah it's her mouth for uh, sure. I don't know. Another fun fact. Uh, I feel like Gina Davis about, could like punch me in the face. And, <laughs> oh, she's yeah, really tall. Ruin my life. Yeah. She's like Another fun fact about Andy McDowell is that she can actually unhinge her jaw like a snake. <laughs> yeah. and swallow people whole. <laughs> yeah, and she does. I've I've seen it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the that's, teeth. Why, that's her appeal. It's a lot of a lot of guys. <laughs> they want to be eaten alive. Yeah, that's the truth. Uh, so yeah, we meet. Uh, uh, John Lovitz, and he sends him to camp and all that nonsense. We find out uh, they get onto the team, right? The main characters, uh, yeah. Gina Davis, uh, Dottie and Kit, the sisters. Uh, we also meet uh, Doris and May, right? Yeah, and Doris um, is played by Rosie O'Donnell. And fun, another fun fact, they <laughs> actually, she she uh, wanted the part of Marla. Like, she read for Marla's, like, ugly part or whatever. Okay, yeah. Well, apparently she wasn't ugly enough. <laughs> um, but they thought she was so funny that they actually created Doris's part for Rosie O'Donnell, which I thought was pretty interesting. Well, yeah. Here's where we meet Dottie and Kit. Let's get this out of the way first here. Look, sis, she's getting everybody out high. Don't swing at that pitch, okay? Do you guys have any siblings? Yeah, I was just gonna ask that. Yeah, I have yeah. two sisters, and I watched this movie with my sisters. And when it came out, um, are you the Gina Davis or the Laura Laura Petty? Is that her name? Lori Lori Petty. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. That I mean, I was a tomboy. I was both of them. My sisters were neither. I guess <laughs> I would say like they didn't. They would never play like sure outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I mean, like in the sense that was one of them. Uh, like overshadow like was one of you like the one that like the golden child over like because that's what kit's problem is yeah. she's yeah, she she's feels constantly in the shadow of her, <laughs> her problem is i mean that's that true second rate next yeah. to her sister yeah yeah definitely i mean i wouldn't i mean i was a middle child i would say that i have the syndrome of feeling that way even if it's not the case and i would say that she seems to have that as well so like feeling like they get more attention or they seem to get more even if they don't, who knows? Uh, in this case, I think Dottie, I mean, they get the same, don't they? They both yeah. get drafted. They both get to play baseball. Yeah. And it's really, you know. it's Dottie's fault. Like she really carried her through that whole process. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. she owes her one, you know, Brennan. Yeah. I have a older sister and older brother. Uh, you think you're the kit or the, I am the kit. Or the Dottie. Uh, I guess necessarily. <laughs> I don't know. My, my sister was always good. Uh, athletically, scholastically, especially. Uh, my brother was, you know, my brother's kind of a piece of shit. But, oh, God. You know, uh, but, yeah. Sorry, uh, Brennan's brother. No, it's okay. <laughs> Brennan's like, no, sorry, Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, it's happening again. <laughs> Focus on me. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Right. I don't care about our lives. Yeah. yeah. I have an older sister. Yeah. Yeah. 
Neither I know neither one of us lived in anybody's shadow. Yeah, I was probably annoying like Kit though. She wasn't mean to you. <laughs> no, we were, no, my older sister was terrible. She was Mm-mm. very mean. Yeah. I I always think older sisters are mean. That's what my impression yeah. of them. Did older you get beat up? Are. I yeah. was gonna say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had an older. Or I had. I have an older brother <laughs> also. Uh, yeah, and, but it even for me it evened out. Like uh, eventually that just kind of all went away and stopped happening yeah Yeah, we're just different yeah Yeah. like i i went to college out of high school and she got married and had kids and then she went back to college and now i'm married and have kids so we kind of like yeah yeah my my brother and i shared like zero um common (laughs) interests at all so it there's really nothing to fight about it's not like right i'm like clearly he's better at the things that he does than than i am because i don't do the things that he does so it kind of works out that way yeah gotcha but yeah. yeah so they make the team. Spoiler, guys. They're on, <laughs> they're on the team and they go, um, you know, through the tryouts. They get on the team. They meet. Uh, let's hear. Let's meet uh, May and Doris. This is Madonna and uh, Rosie O'Donnell, respectively. Hey, May. Come here and look at this. Wait a second, Doris. I can't wait much longer, so get up. Yes, so? Yes, so I ain't done yet. Watch this. Hold my beer. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, you can't do it, mate. Do it. I can do it. Yeah, how long you been working on it, Doris? That yeah. took me about a year. I count them two months. I was in a hospital. Bat hit me right in the head. Bam. <laughs> you guys can uh, can do any uh, like stupid human tricks at all? <laughs> uh, not really. That you would have had to like put some practice into. No. <laughs> no. No. Nothing. When no. I was a kid, I could turn my eyelids inside out. Yeah. But the thought of doing that now as an adult totally gives me the heebie-jeebies. I still can. <laughs> If it was possible to show the listening audience, I would. <laughs> it's a nice parlor trick you pull that out at parties, and I can do the thing where uh, where I can make them flip back down, so I can like wave oh, yeah. my hand in front and flip it back down, so it comes back. To, it's yeah, yeah. You guys know, <laughs> just gross. Um, I guess the extras. It was like hundred degrees. It was hot. Like, I feel like every movie. The ex- it's always a hundred degrees. Well, like every extra in, in a movie, except for in Groundhog Day when they were freezing, <laughs> it was a ne- negative one hundred degrees. Yeah, um, but they were just yeah, they were super hot. And um, so uh, Rosie O'Donnell actually called a comedian friend that like was with them through the whole filming just to keep them entertained huh. by doing like stand up and stuff. Do you know who it was? Did they say? No, they didn't say. Um, but I know um, they asked Madonna if she would perform, and she was like, "Hell no." <laughs> So I guess she was, yeah, she was kind of shitty about that, but. I feel like Madonna's kind of shitty about everything. Really. <laughs> How about Madonna? Huh? Anybody a big fan of Madonna? Yeah. I, I lo- like Madonna. I love Madonna. Yeah. I, yeah. Ever since I was a little girl. Oof. Madonna's a huge icon throughout my yeah. entire life. Yeah. Yeah. That woman has reinvented herself so many <sighs> times. Yeah. Decade yeah. After decade. It's her, <laughs> it's her arms. Already. Her <laughs> arms are so freaking weird. <laughs> Isn't she like ripped? Like, doesn't she have like weird like? She's really strong. Yeah, but yeah. she's very skinny, and she's got like women arms that are like loose. They're a little loose. Yeah, but I don't know. She's cool, and I mean, I would imagine that that getting Madonna to perform musically would would take quite a bit of money, even if you're paying her to act on your sure. movie. Yeah. You know, like not like it's like, oh yeah, I'll just do my other thing that I work on as a craft for free right. for y'all yeah. you know yeah, yeah. Like, that's no. all i want to do is go here to work and then and work, work again yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. is there any other uh madonna movies where does she feature Evita. Evita? oh yeah, yeah that's a one that's yeah. the only time i've ever really thought that she could sing desperately huh. seeking susan okay and yeah. another movie called swept away yeah that came out in the late 90s early 2000s where she's 
a super rich bitch on a yacht and she mistreats the help very very badly and then the ship wrecks and it's just her and the one guy that she's treated horribly and he reverses the roles and makes her beg him for help on the deserted island oh my god i want to see this it's it's really 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 poorly rated but one of my favorite movies (laughs) awesome i want to see it yeah it's very good yeah, I like it a lot. And yeah. just so everybody knows, I'm not just having everyone rate the uh, attractiveness of the women in the film only, but that's really all there are, except for Jimmy Dugan. So yeah, I mean, what's your take on the Dugs? Oh, huh? Tom yeah. Hanks? Yeah. Well, specifically Jimmy Dugan. Well, I don't know. What do you guys think about the voice that Tom Hanks uses for Jimmy Dugan? Oh, I like it. It's Offensive. So gravelly? Yeah? yeah. I don't know. I like it. I like the baseball uniform, too. Make some cuter baseball cap. Yeah, let's. Uh, we'll we'll uh, examine his voice while using uh, this time for an iconic clip from the film. It is a heated moment for him, so it might get extra gravelly. But this is one of the iconic uh, clips from the movie. Hey, Evelyn, can I ask you a question? You got a moment? Mm-hmm. Which team do you play for? <laughs> well, I, I'm a peach. Well, I was just wondering. Because I couldn't figure out why you would throw home when we've got a two-run lead. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. That's not love. That's three feet above your ass. (laughs) Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris. Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. <laughs> and that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. From Michigan. And did I cry? No, no. 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 And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. No crying. What's the matter, Jimmy? What? She's crying, sir. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Perhaps you chastise her too vehemently. Good rule of thumb. Treat each of these girls as you would treat your mother. You want to ever tell you look like a penis with a little hat on? (laughs) You're out of here! Right now, Jimmy, I heard that! You misunderstood me. (laughs) He says, I can't believe no one's ever called you that. Old Doris <laughs> taking over. Evelyn is um, played by Betty Schramm, and she was in Monk, which is uh, another really good show. Oh. She actually won some awards. She like the first season his assistant. Yes, and then after that it became the after that it became the woman. Uh, she's a comedian. yeah, the blonde. I can't name? think of her name, but yes, Nicole something. And <laughs> yeah, never saw this. You show, never saw huh? Monk? No. Oh, oh it's good. good. Lord. What's the, who's the main guy? Tony, Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yes. Uh, I, I'm sure he won awards for that. Positive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jimmy's, yeah, he's kind of a dick, he... at least in the beginning. He's worthless. I had the clip all pulled where we talk, where they talk to uh, Harvey about managing the team and what happened to him and why he had to quit baseball and everything, but the clip didn't, you know, like it corrupted and wouldn't get onto my phone so we could just imagine i mean you guys all watched it you know 
Yeah, the where listeners. he started the fire and sold off the team's equipment, <laughs> and he hurt his knee. Running he, out we, of the window from the hotel. Yeah, you yeah. fell out of a window. That's how you hurt your knee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. But yeah, nope, I'm guessing back in... Uh, what year is this supposed to be set in? It's like in the 40s. Yeah. Right? But I'm guessing back then there probably weren't a lot of people that were ju- chomping at the bit to be baseball coaches for women. Right. I mean, anybody like like he says later on in the film, uh, what happened to me to make me so worthless? Because like why he didn't go to war. Like, I think that's your two lots in life back then were either <laughs> you were broken and couldn't go to war or you went to war. Yeah. And, like, so now people had to deal with being broken, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What a- what a miserable existence. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not saying I wouldn't fight for my country, but I wouldn't fight for my country. <laughs> I don't know. Like Jimmy Dugan could, uh, he could never coach like my, my baseball team. Cause we were just like a roster, a cry baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was only crying. In there, baseball. Yeah. <laughs> we only stopped crying long enough to pick a dandelion. Yeah. <laughs> to get snow cones after the game. <laughs> So they uh, they find out that they're not only going to be playing baseball, but they're going to be like dolled up and wearing these mm-hmm. stupid dress uh, uniforms to play baseball. Which and this is all real. Like the costumes, like they made them as real as possible. So they were like wool and they were super hot. Yeah. And by hot, I mean in temperature, well, but also <laughs> racy. <laughs> I mean, what about the team name also? They're the Rockford Peaches, Peaches? Yeah. which is like beyond sexualized and gendered. It's, it's pretty... Well, I, mean, uh, I mean, there were there were white socks and red socks well, and all that too. I mean, That's they like, did throw out the other name that they were going to be the Rockford Yams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at those huh? Rockford Gams. Gams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's where they uh, find out what they're going to be wearing. Their costumes. You all have to get fitted for your uniforms, and this is what they're going to look like. Pretty darn nifty, if you ask me. Pretty darn nifty. Slide that. It's half a dress. Excuse me, that's not a baseball uniform. Yeah, what do you think we are, ballplayers or ballerinas? It's awfully short. Short. I'm going to have to squat in that thing. Yeah. So Gina Davis, I think, was like 36 years old at the time that this movie was made. How old do you think she was supposed to be, like, Um, her character? Maybe 25, 26. Yeah. Yeah. Because you figure she's working at her parents' farm still, but she's been... And she's married to yeah. Bill Pullman. Yeah. yeah, one of the cut scenes that they had, they it was a discussion where she was talking about how her and um and Bob Bill Pullman mm-hmm. what, they had been together for five years, and they weren't planning on getting married, but they got married when he got drafted. Oh yeah. So that's a, kind of a little delve into her character too, like about the independence thing. So she might actually be a little bit older than that if they were together for that long. Speaking of people with like gravelly weird voices, uh, Bob sounds crazy in this movie when they first meet him. I mean, I realize it's this like intimate moment where he's coming home after being like hobbled by a sniper, <laughs> I guess, but uh, it just sounds weird to me. And it's all just whispered. Like it's all very, I don't know. It's just real, real Sexy, creepy though. Is it? Yeah. I think he is. Hey, cutie. Hey, cutie. Remember she was just crying cause she ran over, ran into a pregnant lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in the movie, she's crying because she got, uh, Kit got angry with her. Yes. But like the cut that they used was that she's sad yeah. because Kit's angry. Considering that they cut so much out, I feel like they still did a good job of editing it together so it still made sense. Right. Yeah. So good for them. Always record, you know. 
It's better to have too much I than not enough. I still wanted the romance, though, between no. her and Jimmy. That it would have. I don't think it would have served the movie well. I'm glad they took that out then, if that's the case, because you wouldn't think she's such a likable character then she's well they were they're together and they're kind of having feelings for each other there's a spot where she watches him and doing batting practice and like she just kind of has like that's so when they have that moment on the bus with that woman like that man that man is there's nothing redeemable about that man he's like he's a jerk he's an alcoholic he's signing baseballs for little children with avoid the clap like there's not (laughs) anything really attractive about him he's dirty yeah you sign my baseball sure Wow. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. Wow. <laughs> That's good advice. See that way he's advice. It's awful. Oh, I love like, it. Oh, it's so awful. <laughs> I find him very dirty and smarmy, and I don't know why she would be attracted to him and we would still like her. Yeah. Right? Because we're not supposed to like him. I mean, we're really not on a level, I don't mm, think. I feel like that there's a turning point in the movie where he kind of starts to feel um, like, you know, like kind of like a part of the team. And, and, and I think that that's when like it really shows when um, Betty Spaghetti gets the telegram. Oh, and that's rough. He, yeah. Well, because I mean, a majority of them all have somebody who's away mm-hmm. at uh, war. So, I mean, any of them could have had the I mean, I think who's the only ones that aren't. Uh, like May is single, probably yeah. right. Shirley Baker, yeah. Kit and, and Doris, yeah, uh, Dor- has a, yeah, a boyfriend. D bag. <laughs> yeah, she's like he treats me bad. Yeah, and, and he's and, fat and ugly, and he's and... out of work, and yeah, and she rips up the picture and throws it out the window. You know what they say about those women? They play for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. The um, yeah. Also, when they go to the suds bucket, mm-hmm. um, Kit ends up um in the cut stuff sorry i keep talking about this but i just thought it was so super interesting she makes a bet with a guy that he can't get a hit off of her when she pitches to him and and if she if he does then he's supposed to get like time with her in his truck or whatever and then jimmy actually follows the girls there and then helps her like gives her advice to win the bet so they like cut all that out and so i think that that's why they did it because they wanted you to not like jimmy because if yeah. Otherwise, you would need to like him for the romance. So, all right. Right. Yeah. That's my last fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all clear that, like, nobody's supposed to like Jimmy Dugan, right? Like, he's not a good guy. Not he, for a while. Yeah, he, he turns it around a bit, but, I mean, you know. Okay. Uh, Stillwell. Yes. Uh, big fan of Stillwell. He's uh, <laughs> only in for a little while there, but uh, a big mark on the movie. Uh, and then he comes back around at the end and really pulls the tearjerker moment at the very end of the film. Yeah. And, Adult Stillwell shows up, but here's where we meet uh, Stillwell, uh, or we discuss Stillwell with Evelyn here. I just spoke to my husband last I'm night. I'm so glad you put And this. he says that I can't leave her son with him at Shut home anymore. See, he says he says he's too busy reading the Wan ads, and and um, I should just take him with me and shut up about it. So can I take take my son with me on road trips? <laughs> All players. Well, he, he's the sweetest little boy. So, Everyone's just going to love him. I was going to say, there's a lot of noise here for a second. He cups his hands over the bus driver's eyes. Mr. Gusatelli. Gusatelli. <laughs> 
still well, Angel. circling the bus yeah. at this point. Chase him around. It's great. Jimmy's passed out on the bus. Have another chocolate bar. He picks up dirt off the ground and just chucks it in her face. I love it. Keep him away from me. He's really a sweetie daddy. Yeah, I hope I have five just like him. Don't eat the so at the end of the movie, when Kit comes out, like the old mm-hmm. version of Kit comes and she's surrounded by like 19 people. Yeah. Like apparently she got into yeah. that herself. I like cause, kids, you mean? Well, just a lot of people, like a whole tribe <laughs> of well, people. But they were probably grandkids. They cause... were. I mean, some of she says, is that you, grandma? Yeah. So I mean, clearly some of them were, but holy cow. I'm glad you you chose that clip because that is... The fact that she had to, like, her husband forced her to take her kid with them. And just the way that the roles were so reversed back then. Well, I don't know if it was reversed back then. I mean, I don't think that they're the opposite now. No, no. Well, no, but it's getting better. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but I think this, this is part of that whole process. I think this whole, like, women in baseball movement and, and the vibe of this movie was part of that too like i think that's what they wanted you to think you yeah know? well they say that it's I mean, empowering just that time period in the 1940s when men went to war and women had to step up and take over their jobs they it was a big moment in, for feminism because it showed that women could do all of these jobs that they hadn't been allowed to do exactly. for so long sure so. but then you still had some women that were hard stuck in that same place though that's where they thought they should be like this lady that has her little radio hour every I week i personally think dottie's in that place like mm-hmm. that's one of the things i think the movie's really about yeah they are a woman struggling with feminism sure like, yeah. she actually doesn't do that well with it to be honest so. <laughs> well and then um do you remember when they um they sh- introduce each character and like but, um it's no reason to let your nose get shiny and then the other one makes coffee and one's knitting like one is knitting while she's in the dugout and then the other one they're like yow check out how hot she is so yeah it's like super manchismo on the home front they find them everywhere north east south and west and even canada Players for the new All-American Girls Baseball League. After the first month of league play, the shine still isn't off these diamond gals. Alice Skeeter Gasper says legging out a triple is no reason to let your nose get shiny. Betty Grable has nothing on these gals. Helen Haley has not only been a member of several championship amateur teams, she's also an accomplished coffee maker. Coffee maker. And she mouths the word coffee at the camera. Betty Horn enjoys cooking spaghetti and knitting. Her teammates call her Betty Spaghetti. (laughs) Ellen Sue Gottlander is a former Miss Georgia. Yo. (laughs) Then there's pretty Dottie Henson, who plays like Garrick and looks like Garbo. Uh-uh, fellas, keep your mitts to yourself. She's married. And there's her kid sister, Kit, who's as single as they come. 
Enough concentrated oomph for a whole carload of Hollywood starlets. And how about Marla Hooch? The, the faraway shot of Marla what just What a waving. hitter. <laughs> what a lead. But girls playing baseball? <laughs> Incredulously. <laughs> so what's, uh, I don't know, what's your, what's your whole, I mean, your take on this whole movie? Like it's. Well, I mean, I honestly, I wonder what it's about. So I think calling it a baseball comedy is interesting because then is it is it really about that? Is it about the relationship between Kit and Dottie? Is it really like an interpersonal family drama? Or is it really about feminism? And is it a historical doc, like kind of, kind of documenting a historical fiction documenting, you know, a time in which things really started to change for women in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think Dottie really does because Dottie does, she is the main character. And I think the thing that really gives away the fact that she's the main character is the end of the movie. When they all come back as older women, Gina Davis is the only one that is still Gina Davis made up. The rest of them are other, other actors. Actually, yeah. no. I don't think it is Gina mm-hmm. Davis, is it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, it's 100% but, Gina Davis. No, it's not. I looked it up, but it's Gina, it is Gina Davis's voice. So that's what makes you. But they did an amazing job. Yeah, Lynn Cartwright is Dottie. Really? Yes, because I. Old Gina Davis. That was like the first thing I looked up because mm. I've always wanted to know that. Yeah. And because um, when I was young, I thought the same thing. And I'm like, it really looks exactly like her. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then they she did the voiceover, so it, not only does it look, you know, it sound it is her. So. But yeah, totally. So right. she's really not. She's not made up gina davis it's somebody named lynn Cartwright. yeah look if you look at her i mean they couldn't have picked a person that what looks oh, more yeah. like her. okay so it is yeah like, wow what is has lynn cartwright been in anything else um probably I, not i think it seems like they picked just <laughs> I mean, the like, face of old gina yeah, davis it's like the picture that they use on imdb is like the close-up photograph oh, okay. from like one of the movie shots or something it looks like that's interesting because she does seem like she's the only one that comes back as herself. Really, the rest of them don't look that much like themselves. She was an actress, um, you know. She's was in a lot of old movies. Did they seventies mostly? I assume they must have talked or like had consultants from that time period or from. I mean, they that must area. Have. I, I wondered it, if anybody was still around that was part. Are were any of those people all of like the ones that they had when they were touring the baseball hall of fame? Uh-huh. They they were real. They were the actual people. The actual players. Yeah, okay, that's about. Yeah. I, I wondered if that woman wasn't the actual person Daddy? that that movie's or that that it's based on. No, no. Lynn Curry was. Yeah, no, she's an actress. Okay, but starting in 1959. <laughs> Dottie, yeah. Dottie doesn't doesn't choose to play baseball again. Right. right, yeah, it never yeah, comes back. She goes back home and because they make wife. that point, they, they, they don't you know Dottie? She's like the greatest of all time. And they're like, no, I don't know who that is. And she's like, oh, because she only played one season. Right. Yeah. So. And why did she only play one season? Even though she's the greatest, even though she had like the talent and the drive and the interest in baseball, and she was a good team member, she liked being a part of the team. Why does she go back home and just be a wife? She quit while she was ahead. I don't yeah, know. She knew better. It's <laughs> I better feel like to... she felt like she should. I feel like she felt like societal pressure on her mm-hmm. was to go back and live this life as a wife and a mother. And she couldn't even take a couple years off from that to do something that she wanted to do. 
Yeah. Like, well, her and Bob had been separated for so long, too. Why couldn't he just travel with her? Yeah, right? I don't know. Well, he's all hobbly. Because <laughs> he was going to manage the dairy, remember? Yeah, he's, he's smart, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> said he's real smart. He's going to be a manager someday. He's the assistant manager now, but he's going to be the manager soon. So. Which also still makes me think that they're both supposed to be like 25-ish. Yeah. But he's clearly much older, and she was, like I said, she's like 36 when they made this movie, so. Do you think Daddy steps down to make a sacrifice for her sister so that her sister can have more of the limelight? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think she did that knowing that she wasn't fully in baseball anymore. She was going to go home and be with Bob, and she wanted to give something to her sister for once and Mm -hmm. see her get her, you know, hoisted up on the shoulders of her teammates and be the hero for, for once. Yep. But yeah. yeah, she comes back to fuck over the team, though. Like, she, if she'd have just stayed gone, they would have had a better chance of winning the World Series. Like, she only came back to ruin her team's chances yeah. of winning. Oh, so that's a good question. So you're talking about at the end when she drops the ball. Yeah. Do you think, Do you she, think she did it on purpose? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Based on the smile on her face when they pick up uh, Kit and carry yeah, her off carry the field, off. everyone's chanting Kit, and it's finally... She gets to see what it's like to be on the opposite side of that. See, I don't think so. I don't think it's on purpose. You think she knocked it out of her hand? I think that Kit earned it. Yeah. Hmm. I do not. Yeah. (laughs) Which, I mean, makes the whole movie kind of a bummer. You're the younger sister, right, Mandy? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It makes the whole movie kind of a bummer that that that's literally her purpose for coming back. Was like, yeah, see, I don't want to think about it that way because yeah. that means, like, you know, when but everybody's I'm crying here, and Mandy, sad. To, to ruin all of movies for you, yes. like, that's what my job is here is yes. to show you why all of the movies you like are not great. Yeah, no, that's, that's what true. this podcast is really about. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's called geez. ruining, yeah. ruining Mandy's views. And he keeps on... suggesting movies that I fucking hate, <laughs> and I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, did I have you watch this one? I'm like, yes, it was god awful. Do not make me don't watch bring up it again. Jerry again. Jerry's yeah. the greatest movie of all time. Or he, I have to watch a horror movie that literally makes me feel sick to my stomach. Which one? What's that one? Oh, the Strangers. The Strangers? That's the greatest movie too. Ugh. I yeah. realize they can't both be the greatest movie. If you're movie, into real snuff stuff because you're a freak. Listen, that's the only <laughs> scary movie that I enjoy because it could actually happen. It There's has nothing actually happened. Supernatural? I don't think it is. I didn't get it. I we'll, prefer we'll to not that. think that it is. Yeah, we'll do some research <laughs> later when we make someone watch that. So, so Brennan, what do you think about the movie? Oh, I mean, when I when I saw it as a kid, I really liked it. Uh, of course, you know, as a kid, I thought that was all. Movies are all make believe. Women never played baseball. <laughs> it's true. So, really, how far have we come? You know what I mean. Like the whole point was to make women baseball like part of or everything. Like women were supposed to take the role of the men when they were mm-hmm. gone, but they literally did just get pushed back. Yeah. You know. Well, do you think that women's sports will ever be as popular as men's sports in the future? Do I think that? Yeah, anybody. They will be? No, I don't think that they will be. Do I think that they should be? And that's a different question. Like that's No, because men's sports shouldn't be as popular as they are. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a hot take. No, no. <laughs> no sports should no, be I, as I, popular I, I as agree. they are. It's a huge like pan in circuses at distraction for the people. It's pretty sad. Yeah. It's modern oh, yeah. gladiator shit, exactly. right? Like that's the idea. Yeah. Keep the masses in line by showing them displays of uh, 
you know, brutality. Well, I don't such. know. I mean, there are some positive things that are going on in the media right now, like the LeBron James starting that school. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless and, you're Trump. And then um, the um, LeBron prefer, James he prefers probably Mike. owns jewelry that could start 14 to 1500 <laughs> schools. Yeah. Yes. But I'm just saying, like, there has been some positive things about that. Or, uh, you know, like kneeling during the national anthem. There, you know, there's positive. They're using their, they're not going to the White House to be able to show, like, I don't know. So I'm 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 kind of grasping onto that one. Yeah. It's you know, the schools. Yeah. He's, he's helping out things. But I mean there is worth in athleticism. I think it's just the whole commercializing of Absolutely. sports and stuff yeah. that's that's the issue. Oh no, yeah. there's definitely worth in 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 the you know what the human body can do and having it do its best, obviously, but right. my human body has yeah. never done its best. Right. Yeah, clearly mine's still full of <laughs> full of potential. No. Mine has, either. has never reached it. Um, but I guess my answer is like, I liked it when I was a kid. And like when you were saying, what is this movie? I guess it could really be all of those things because mm-hmm. it really is kind of all encompassing. It's a very important story. Sure. Yeah. I think so, too. And for me, when if you catch me on the right day, this is a sad movie, too. Like, mm-hmm. like I will get choked up over the Betty Spaghetti uh, yeah. uh, war scene here. Like, hold on. Let me pull that up, too. Um, I don't even know how you're going to play a clip from that because it's so much just facial emotion. Right. I did clip a lot of the stuff out of it, I think, here. Oh, you know what? No, I didn't clip a lot of, a lot of the stuff. I left it in on purpose just because it shows the tension of him walking across the room. Oh, okay. I don't know if that'll translate into the audio, yeah, we'll but we see. can certainly talk over it while it's and that, happening. I do think this is a turning Excuse point me. for Jimmy. Yeah. He realizes that he's got responsibility to take care of these girls. Exactly. And, yeah. I mean, he basically, you know, Just he like shoves the guy. These. these are the worst. This guy's an asshole. <sighs> oh, yeah. The least the army can do is send someone personally tell your husband's dead. Oh, what a piece of shit. <laughs> Darn, I had the name right here. But that's probably like the 20th Well, I gotta one go back and get this straight delivered now. that day. Yeah. Sorry. Hey. Just give me I can't. I don't have a name on the checklist. Just give me the telegram. Hey, this is official. This is from the War Department. Come on. That's official business. I'm coming. So no name on the envelope. It really builds the tension. He walks across the room, and it could be anybody, and he just kind of slowly meanders his way. And, of course... Betty Spaghetti and uh, Dottie are sitting directly next to each other, and he stops in front of both of them. Oh, I have goosebumps right now, and I'm not even watching yeah. it. I'm sorry, Betty. No, So they cry a bunch. You know, yeah. We don't need to hear the rest of that. But uh, and he that's reminds when them. Gina Davis is crying. Is he reminds them there's no crying in baseball? <laughs> <laughs> no, he reminds them they still have a game to play. Right? Is that yes. is that after, directly All after that. this? Yes. Yeah, because she's so, sad because it could have been Bob, right? Yes. That's weird so that they did that, that. Yeah, but the but the reason why she was crying during the four hour one is because she hit the you know ran into the pregnant Marla. Yeah, and then killed but an unborn they, baby. Yeah, yeah, but they cut it so she was crying you know really hard after that. Sure. So. It's weird that they did that. I guess I didn't realize that that happened immediately after uh-huh. because it seems like they would have. That would have played better as a plot point in the movie to to string it out longer because yeah. she's 
already had mentioned that she used to get letters from him weekly and it had yes. stopped and she, had, she hadn't gotten one in three weeks. So Ugh. that's why we thought as an audience it was her letter. And and that's interesting, too. Like my brother, um, my brother-in-law is in Kuwait right now and my sister and him talk all the time. They FaceTime each other. Um, and that's just something that we don't even have to like deal with now, like the lack of communication. Sure. Yeah. So they were. They were like literally gone to war. Yeah. Like they were just off the face of the earth and who knows, yeah, what was gonna happen. Ugh, so. Yeah. But Sounds that like... leads to situations where Dottie goes after uh, Jimmy. Jimmy instead of yeah. waiting back or, home for her. Yeah, like it's just she's, you know, stressed out and heartbroken and you know, he's good looking. I still would have loved it if they would have left that in. Right, and who knows how many people he went after over wherever he was too. I mean there's <laughs> That happens too. Women are what you sleep with after the game, not what you coach during the game. (laughs) There you go. Boom. (laughs) Nailed it. Jesus Christ. There's so many clips on here about things that we've already talked about that we don't care. Like meeting Marla was one of them. It's not her fault. He raised her like he would a boy. All that nonsense. (laughs) Like that immediately makes somebody just super ugly it's like once you see that your child is ugly you might as well just raise it like it's a boy that's a a great excuse for your wife dying yeah i just raised her as a tomboy Mm -hmm. that's all i could do this is a good example though though of like pretty person privilege i guess you would say Wait, explain to me what this is. <laughs> I mean, like, no experience. You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> when I was pregnant and I was like, oh, you know, I really hope I, I know I'm going to think my daughter's beautiful, but I really hope that she's not ugly. You know, like you think that like because sure. life's just easier for pretty people. Yeah. And you can never tell when it's yours either because I I was just automatically convinced. I was worried that there was a cloud because I also have a daughter and I was just worried that it was me being like a, a parent that's like. My daughter like is a a cute baby, but you just assume that mm-hmm. that's what all parents think, you know. Yeah, so, well, and then you can't tell someone that their baby's not cute, <laughs> right? So or yeah, that... how do you ever know? You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, Ira. No, we didn't talk about that guy. There's a guy that we could. Yeah. You know what about Ira? What do you think? Uh, good looking. David Strathairn. Yeah. That, yeah. He's good looking. He did play a a pastor that molested people in a in a, like a Lifetime movie though when I was little. <laughs> And so now I can't really look at him without thinking about. You know where him. I see him from is uh is it a River Wild? Is that the Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Oh yeah. David Strathairn film. Uh, who was the lady in that? Meryl Streep. I, I think. Know. I'll look it up though while Meryl you guys Streep talk about and a River Wild. Yourselves. Did you guys ever see that? I never movie? saw it. It's the no. rafting one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They go down. Yeah, isn't Kevin Bacon river. the bad guy? Yeah, he's like they yeah, rob yeah. a him and another dude rob a bank and then they have a satchel full of money and then he uh. He takes, uh, he kills his partner. Who was his partner? Wasn't his partner somebody important? To, not important, but like, you know, like an actor. Yeah. I God. can't remember who it is. No. Um, yeah, know. it was Meryl Streep. So good on you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, and he is like a smarmy, uh, he's like an architect or something and he's got work to do and he goes on this rafting trip for no reason to like appease his wife who's going to leave him. And then he like becomes the hero at the end. Like he yeah, I remember now. Has a plan to like thwart Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, we all, <laughs> we all have to. In every movie, there is a pretty much. I think that's a backstory in all movies because he shows up in all of them. Um, John you... C. Riley is in that movie. Oh, that's the guy. He's the the partner. He's Kevin yeah. Bacon's partner. Oh yeah. my god, how funny! Yeah, I knew like he I, was a thing. and he was a bad guy. Yeah, They're both good bad guys. Well, I think 
he turned to be kind of a better bad guy. Uh, John C. Riley did. Like he yeah. was like the boy. I uh, didn't he like take the boy in under his wing and yeah, was like I think being. He started showing a little bit too much compassion yeah. for the people and. Yep. And then Kevin Bacon had to 86. Something. Yeah, he did. He like stabbed him in the stomach or something and put him on a raft out to <laughs> that sea. That is just I killing me right now. Like every character that I think of. Well, for one thing, because I have a little kid, I think of Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, for I think of Riley. I think of Step Brothers, <laughs> um, the racing one, the Talladega Nights. I don't know, like, yeah, I don't think of him being like a serious actor at. I, I guess he's in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, but that's See, like didn't... a small part. I didn't even know that. Oh, and, yeah. and um, isn't he in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, the musical. He's Chicago. Uh, Mr. Cellophane. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I guess I don't know those. That but that's not shiny. even a that's not a serious role. He's no. like a patsy in that movie right. too. He's. But I don't yeah. Know. Anyways, uh, I digress. That's a John C. Riley hour. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for joining us. Uh, is there anything else? Worth- oh, the pee scene. Hold on. Yeah, uh, like I'm only that. going to play this. We can clearly talk over this. There's nothing to talk about. It's just urine. But listen to how long this goes for. Oh, you didn't even right. so no i don't care about any of the rest okay. of it <laughs> um tom hanks just he had didn't know how long it was going to be so he just had to walk in and pretend like he was peeing and like sure. leaning up against the wall so nobody yeah he actually didn't know he was just leaning up against the wall do something mate. <laughs> give me a could be I feel relief, and it's not even me. Yeah. Does this happen to women too? Like, do you ever assume? Like, do you ever just think oh, I'm just gonna pee for a few seconds? It'll be fine. I'll be over with. And then you just can't not like you can't stop peeing. Does yeah. that mm-hmm. like for way too long? Like mm-hmm. for longer than you think that you would have ever been able to pee for? It's yeah. really weird when you're with coworkers and you go like the two of you are talking in the bathroom. Sure. And then you go into the stall and, you know, and the, but then you like realize that your coworker's like peeing for a really long time mm-hmm. or like you peed for a really long time compared to your coworker. And then you're like, did they notice that I peed for a long time? That <laughs> the last time when we were recording the episode with Casey, uh-huh. I left during one yeah, of the long to go clips pee. and I was like, I'll have, I got like two minutes. This clip is a super long clip. Yeah, it was clip. like a three minute clip. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'll be black. I'll be way, I'll have, I'll be back in plenty of time to get back to this and uh it was the never-ending pee yeah i was like okay like be done like you gotta just i don't know (laughs) what were you gonna say oh nothing (laughs) (laughs) you didn't have anything to contribute run into our pee talk (laughs) (laughs) so uh what i was gonna ask you guys though is are there any other iconic uh bathroom scenes in a in movies that you can think of that are that outshine this one I mean, it was when you said that. All I could think of was horror movies. I'm like, okay, well, they're psycho, sure, right? And or or movies where people get killed in the bathroom. Like, uh, <laughs> what's the very bad things where yeah, yeah. the girl gets the hooker? Oh, the hooker. I guess she really is a towel, hooker. Yeah, the towel uh-huh. thing. Yeah, and then, the like uh, the scene where Freddy Krueger drags Nancy down the drain sure. into the bathtub. <laughs> so more specifically, what I was thinking of are like uh, the scene in Dumb and Dumber. When he, mm, yeah, the colon, yeah, the colon yeah. blow. Yep, yeah. that one. Uh, also in like Liar Liar when he beats himself up in the bathroom. Uh-huh, yeah. That was a big one. Um, but then other movies where uh, urine is involved too. Again, in Dumb and Dumber when they, uh, when he makes um, 
the cop drink the oh yeah bottle. I thought when you said Dumb Dumber, I thought about where he he meets Seabass in the, oh like, yeah. yeah, that's another like iconic Seabass bathroom is scene. Be sure. Something about Mary or Ben Stiller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, You're talking about the cop with the urine. Mm-hmm. So, got another any other urine stories? Um, well, um, the Waterworld. American Pie <laughs> when he's peeing off the balcony of the second one, and Stifler's like standing there, and he's getting, he's like, "Oh, it's starting to rain." Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything come to mind, Brennan? No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. We covered them all. No, I, can't, I can't think of anything. I was thinking like Porky's, like the oh, locker room, the shower scene, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, I don't know. A lot of stuff happens in a bathroom, I guess. But you always assume, like, as in movies, you never, this is one of the only, the few movies where you actually see the person stop and go to the bathroom that never, everyone always talks about, like, oh, how'd they get all the way across town in 30 seconds when they're driving or whatever, but, and everyone's like, yeah, and they never stop to use the restroom. It's like no one dies and no one goes to the bathroom is kind of like a standard for, like, I'd say films up until, like, 1980 for, like, you know, like, family films or whatever. No one dies, no one goes to the bathroom. (laughs) Or, like, the the show 24. Like, Jack What's-His-Face never actually has to pee. Bauer? Jack Bauer, yeah. (laughs) Wait a second. Bauer, and then wasn't his, uh, what was the kid's name in Stand By Me? The dead kid. Oh, um, Ray, Brow. Ray Brower. Brower. Look at that. It's kind of a, I don't know. <laughs> that was reaching. It was a connection. It was, it was a, a Sutherland. Kiefer, a Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> yeah. connection. A Kiefer connection. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the the league's going to go under because they don't have any fans, right? Yeah. Uh, ladies. Oh, you. This is actually a good acting part on the part of Madonna. Uh, you think so? I think so. Listen to it instead of watching it. It's worse. From Life magazine. Time, Doris. I get that in Saskatchewan. I'm trying to get them to do a story about you. Me? Why me? Because you're the queen of diamonds. That's what I'm calling you. Well, did you tell them anything about me? Oh, yeah, I sure did, kid. I, I told them how at first the scout didn't even want you. They consistently shit on this woman the whole movie. They loved it. She's a brat, though. They really yeah. loved it. A real human interest story. So, uh,. Well, you just try to give them something spectacular out there. To, uh, I don't know. Uh, anything. Well, why? Nah, anything. Nah. Well, May, we're not doing so well. Uh, Harvey and the other owners think they've made a mistake. Uh, they're talking the about closing you down. What? Uh, all American what about baseball owner. Sold uh, gum. Nah. Well, they're businessmen. So? No profit, no what product. Talk- Wait a profit. Talking about and what am I supposed to do, huh? Go back to taxi dancing. Ten cents or some slop can sweat gin all over me. I'm never doing that again. So you go back there and you tell old rich Mr. Chocolate Man that he ain't closing me down. I'm sorry, I'm very sorry. I, I am trying my best. Uh, so will you just just give them everything you've got? You always do. We always do. <laughs> Doris. That's just Rosie O'Donnell's real voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you really O'Donnelled it up for that one. Uh, any other Rosie O'Donnell uh, movies? Oh, uh, Exit to Eden. Exit to Eden is the only one that I can think of. Yeah, that's of, a really good I one. I was trying to think of Rosie in movies earlier, yeah. too. I was like, Did you say what? Rosie in movies? Like, yeah. You said Rosie in movies? Yeah. But I thought you described movies as Rosie in. Like, <laughs> like I-A-N. <laughs> 
Rosie. You know, the Rosie period. Rosie period of Hollywood. What movies is this woman in? She had to be. Now and then. Oh, now and then. She was in The Flintstones. She played that. Oh, yeah. Boom. It has to be another one, one that I liked more than any of the ones that we've been talking about. Did you not like Now and Then? No, I liked it. But I'm thinking there has to be something that Rosie O'Donnell struck me in, and I can't think of what it is. Now and Then. We're going to cover that movie, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Which is weird for me. Ricci is like young. Yeah, Yeah, that's Rosie O'Donnell in that. Uh huh. Yeah, and I think that's why I liked that movie so much. But it also has, uh, isn't it Devin Sawa is the dude? And then Brennan Fraser shows up in it. He's the. Like the Vietnam vet or whatever oh, that shows okay. up in town. What a cast. Yeah. yeah Rosie plays like uh, the best What's her name? Demi Moore. Yes. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell was in Sleepless in yeah. Seattle. Wow. Oh, yeah. She played like the friend. Yeah. She literally just said that into your microphone yeah. headphones. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm also looking. I'm also <laughs> this is looking. your IMDb. My hour. bad. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and then I always watched her show after school. Yeah, her yeah she was show. flinging koosh balls yeah. into the audience. And she was and pretending to be in love, love with Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is funny because Tom Cruise pretends to be in, or pretended to be in love with Katie Holmes for a while. <laughs> no, yeah, the Church of Scientology was uh, was really, in on that. Really got to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have. Uh, I just have these. Like this one has to be played. Hold on. We're gonna win. <laughs> You're gonna win! <laughs> You're gonna win! You're gonna win! You stink! You're gonna win! You're gonna win! then you laugh again just at his laugh. I don't know how many takes it took to get that kid to go all like cross eyed and turn to the side and fall over, but however many it took. It was the perfect it amount. It was the perfect amount because that take was amazing. Like that squirrely little kid that, that just kid's tips just a over. Seasoned actor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he was he's like one of the best they characters in the film. He's so totally. Wacky. Yeah. He's so wet. And then when he grows up, his adult uh self is played by the the bad guy from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Play- yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> yes. Oh uh, God, what's his name? Brennan, you know his name. The the jerk who steals Pee-wee's yeah. bike. Make monkeys oh, Francis? Francis. Francis. He's you. taking a bath. Yeah, yeah where are they the hosing him down? Best bathtub <laughs> in the world. It's like a pool. <laughs> Fork over the money, you owe me bucks tons. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is the lady in the movie, or in the, yeah, in the movie that has the opposite opinion of where women should be, right? She's... She does her little hourly radio show here. Careers in higher education are leading to the masculinization of women with enormously dangerous consequences to the home, the children, and our country. When our boys come home I hate from this war, woman's voice. what kind of girls will they be coming home to? Like and it. now the most <laughs> disgusting example of this sexual confusion, Mr. Walter Harvey of Harvey Bars is presenting us with women's baseball. Women's I love the ball <laughs> and dark country. Yeah. I love how she says I love that. It. <laughs> I need you to leave. Um, <laughs> terrible. Uh, also, and then we're just grasping for clips to play here because we have to. I made the effort to get all these here before we got here. Yeah, you were this short. shitty song that they waste half the movie pretending to write and then sing at the midpoint oh, yeah. and then again at the end. Bad. 
the song will be stuck in my head for the next week. Yeah. Well, I love how she was practicing it, but she's literally stringing the guitar like one time every ten seconds. Yeah. Well, she said she was writing a song. She, I mean, she, was, she could have been writing the words. And it's a ukulele. Yeah. So I have 50 more seconds of this song, but it's just not. We can listen to the mix. It's just not yeah. necessary. Uh, Dugan does uh, slap that woman in the, on the ass uh-huh. during the middle of this too. This is actually just before, uh, before Betty Spaghetti's yeah. dead husband George happens. And when Jimmy walks in before he takes that piss, and she is like, "Will you sign my baseball card?" And he rips it up. And she <laughs> talks about it like it's her husband's prize he'll possession. Come back from overseas to kill me. Gorgeous stack of pancakes. Gorgeous stack of pancakes. Man on the floor. Already dressed. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Did Jimmy Dugan call a woman a gorgeous stack of pancakes? He sure did. The lady, the this film is so feminist. <laughs> <laughs> it was the. Uh, it wasn't it the Miss, um, the one that. Yeah, their chaperone yeah. lady. Yeah, I can't think of her name right now. I don't remember, but yeah, remember when he kisses her on the bus when uh-huh. she tries to wake him up? What is it, baby? Yeah, oh, and then he, they, yeah, he kisses her, and then I loved you in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dottie tries to quit. Chicken shit, Dottie. You want to go? Oh wait, that didn't happen. And yet. this Hold is on. yeah. Well, and that goes along with um him kissing her because she tries. She leaves. She packs up to leave. Is that that must be why he's so surprised when he sees Bob show up? He's like, oh my god, it's Bob. I'm a huge fan of you. Also, yeah. Like, I mean, it makes you think differently now yeah. about their meeting. And all right, hold on. How do I look? Where'd you get that dress? <laughs> it don't fit you, May. It's too tight. I don't plan on wearing it that long. Hell. <gasps> I don't know why you get dressed at all. I don't know why you get dressed at all. Daddy. She's a cartoon character. Bitch. What? I- the ball didn't break the window even. Like it, it bounced off the window and falls back into the room. I was like, that's oh, weird. I didn't notice yeah. that. Seems like they would have. Well, and she's a pitcher. You'd yeah, think she she's like a able- <laughs> professional pitcher. You'd think she could just break the, oh, sorry. Break the window yeah, fully. That's, that's why she's being traded. She, you can't even break a window. Uh, there's more of that clip that I stopped inadvertently, uh, and it just talks about how, uh, she got traded. Kit got traded in lieu of Dottie getting traded because, of course, they're not going to trade the star of the team. They're going to get rid of the problem, Mm -hmm. and Kit is the problem. (laughs) She is. (laughs) She's the least likable character in the whole movie. I hate her so much. Yeah. She's played by Lori Petty, who also plays Tank Girl. Yeah. Have you seen Tank Girl? Uh-huh. I have a long years time and ago. years ago on yeah. VHS. Yeah, she was Ooh, Lori Petty has a pretty big cult following. I would say of fans sure. that just yeah. really Point like Break. Her. That's what I think of. Orange is the New Black for me. That's where yeah, she's. Yeah, she is in that. Yep. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember Point Point Break, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, she doesn't really have a storied career. No, Lori Petty, mm-hmm. and I wonder if that's her. Like, I wonder if that's her own doing or if that's just how it how the cards fell you know i don't think she's attractive she's got no, like buggy she's eyes weird mm, she's weird and quirky she's yeah got she's a weird very voice. quirky mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't know she got in point break she got keanu reeves so and he's one of my favorites <laughs> oh yeah so. by one of your favorites you mean like 
just of all time. Yeah. Like just in Most general. Attractive man. Yeah, is that what and, I, yeah, and good okay. person. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know how you look First. past the fact that he's like uh. <laughs> like in every movie he plays the same character. <laughs> the sound that you're hearing, that's the face that she's making also. <laughs> <laughs> like have you seen Parenthood? Like he is that character in Parenthood, the one that like drag races and like can't read or whatever. <laughs> like Wait, where she doesn't want her daughter Martha Plimpton to date him? Like, she's like, my daughter Martha Plimpton is too good for you. If Martha Plimpton's too good for you, you're really not a prize. I feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like Martha Plimpton is a word you need to, like, bleep. I, I <laughs> love that lady, It sounds like though. a French swear word You to know me. who she is? She's like, she's in Goonies. She's like the blonde yeah. girl. Like, oh, yeah. The, yeah, who gets almost hit in the face with a rake. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> it's like a dead fish on the end of the rake yeah, or whatever. Yeah, nasty. It's a good time. Yeah. We're going to cover that one, too. Look for that one coming up. I bet you guys are. I can imagine. Adam Deggy. Yeah, Deggy's going to come on for that one. Spoiler alert. Yeah, right? Uh, (laughs) There's some more clips, but who gives a shit? Dottie, uh, oh, they make up at the end. So this is basically the end if you don't count all of the old people playing baseball and then singing that terrible song again. So. Look, um, I'm sorry I knocked you over. No, you're not. You were blocking the entire plate. How Calm do you down, bitch. Look, this is the way the game is played. You did what you had to do. You just beat me. You wanted it more than me. I think I jam my shoulder if it makes you feel any better. Little. Look, I'm going back to the hotel, and then Bob and I are driving back to Oregon. You're welcome to come with us. No. Uh, I, I skipped ahead. Kids. We want to have kids. <laughs> they want to have kids. Yeah, who cares? Miss the girls? She's going to miss the girls. I'll miss you, kid. Yeah. Me? Just when I want yeah, you to stay, you're going to leave. <laughs> stay in touch, you hear? Come home every once in a while. If you don't, I'm going to come back here and hit line drives at your head, okay? <laughs> I love yeah, you. So I guess this is, I, I called this a baseball comedy, but it's like a dramedy. Sure. You yeah. are going to miss this. It's definitely like got some like iconic comedy moments. The Stillwell stuff. The, yeah. The long pee. The, Everything John that comes out of John Lovitz's mouth. Yep, yep. But for me, this this definitely pivots more of a more to a drama mm-hmm. for me. But well, when we watched it as kids, we watched it to laugh. And what's weird is the and the last part of it is baseball. Like in the last part of it, sports. I don't care at all about sports. <laughs> in fact, this is probably like the most I've watched actual sports moments in movies, even. And I only care about it because I'm invested in the characters more so than. Mm-hmm than otherwise but yeah i don't know i feel like there aren't that many sports moments in the film honestly and and it's one of those movies where like they don't even win the final <laughs> right. game like, it's not about that sure. at all, you know so the last like 10 to 15 minutes of it is just constant like a montage of like people diving to catch baseballs and yeah. stuff so it's the big yeah. game at the end yeah uh and again when i was uh recording the clips for this that was the part where i was sort of fast forwarding through it just because i don't care about people catching balls and throwing them back to base although uh what's her name evelyn keeps uh missing the cutoff man and throwing it all the way to home <laughs> yeah. she's gotta learn to work on that remember <laughs> when he so, like wants to scream yeah, at her he fixes it and gets all like super shaky and decides to be nice to her for once use that use your head that's that lump that's three feet above your ass yeah right jimmy um final thoughts then what do you guys think Overall, was this a movie you'd uh, recommend to people? Are you going to watch it again? It, it was truly a league of their own. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, 
I feel like every time you've spoken, Brennan, it's been ge- like gems. Every yes. time you just wait, you sit in the shadows and pull out. You're a, a our gem. podcast, Mr. Miyagi, over there. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria? I, I would recommend The Karate Kid, yes. <laughs> like, which movie are we talking about? Major League? Which, yes. Which we would, Karate Kid? Major League, definitely. I, if it were on right now, I would be watching it. The Jaden Smith a Karate Kid? A their own is, I mean, it's a good chunk of time. As Mandy said, it's a four-hour movie that they cut down into... What feels like a four-hour movie? <laughs> it's, so. what, it's like 128 minutes or something, I think. So it's a two-hour chunk, man. It's a, it, it is. It's an investment. Um, yeah, if you like, you know, if you don't have Avatar or whatever, then <laughs> <laughs> we should start asking. What's yeah. a movie you'd rather watch than this one? <laughs> what's the worst movie you'd rather see than than this? I'm just kidding. My husband fell asleep in Avatar because he couldn't get the 3D glasses to work, so he had to close one eye. Ooh, big spender going and to then, 3D Avatar, huh? <laughs> and then because one eye was closed, he just shut the other one and fell asleep. <laughs> he was already halfway there. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right, guys. Well, I think we're done here. Yeah, Thanks thank so much you. for watching thank this movie. And uh, do you guys have anything uh, you want to tell the listeners about specifically at all? We have a podcast also yeah. called Smoking Degrassi, in which we invite people to smoke marijuana and watch Degrassi, and it's a good time. <laughs> and you're doing Degrassi, like the... The next generation, yeah. the one that started in about 2000, Interesting. 2001. And uh, we post these like bi-monthly. Yeah, so. it's not often. <laughs> We're working on it. Sure. Where can in. you find them? Right now you can find them on SoundCloud and uh, Twitter. Awesome. At Smoking Degrassi. Yeah. On Twitter. Awesome. Cool. And then what if people want to get in touch with you guys directly? What's the the Twitter? Reach out. It's at Smoking Degrassi. No, but I mean, like, do you guys have, do you want to plug your own Twitter? My Twitter is at Average Greats. And uh, you can definitely get me there. Okay. And mine is at Brennan Schoen. (laughs) I'm not going to spell my name. Yeah, they'll they'll figure it out. (laughs) They already know who's listening to this anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you guys want to reach out to the show specifically to tell us uh, what we did wrong, what you enjoyed about the movie, or if you think uh, Gina Davis has a weird square face, <laughs> you can do so at uh, another episode podcast at gmail.com, or you can get to the show on Twitter at another ep pod on Twitter, uh, another EPPOD on Twitter. Uh, you can get to me specifically at uh, Matt Harper Jokes on Twitter. And Mandy doesn't do no, Twitter. I don't do Twitter. So if you want to talk to her, send it to the podcast email. <laughs> or Please, Facebook. Facebook somebody, message us. Somebody, yeah, we do have a <laughs> Facebook page, too, for this thing. So if somebody in the real world would please approach us in some fashion or another via text, either by Twitter or by email or the, the Facebook page, that would be tremendous. We just want to know that somebody's listening. So. I think that's it for uh, for me. Oh, I've got uh, my show that I run at the Waldorf uh, in Hastings. Uh, it's Wally's Brew Pub Comedy Club on Facebook. The next show is going to be September 22nd, I think. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. And uh, yeah, so go to that and buy tickets and stuff. It's 10 bucks and it's the great, greatest show. Awesome. Yeah. Of all great time. venue. So. so. 
All right. I think that's it for us. Thanks so Thanks much. Thanks for listening. Yeah, for listening, guys. Thank and you guys for showing up and doing our doing an interview with us on a League of Their Own. Of course. Thanks for thank having you. us. No, yeah. thank you. I wanted to see if there was a clip worth playing us out to, but I just don't. <laughs> I, want, I just want, I want to defend Gina Davis one more time. <laughs> and I want to say, if you don't find her attractive, just watch her next to Jeff Goldblum turning into a fly. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, you've got uh, 10 seconds right now to give us your best... Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Just, you're ruining her 10 seconds. What? No, I mean, from not from now. From, <laughs> from another now. From the now at the end of the sentence when I figure out what I'm trying to say. Uh, just pitch Gina Davis as an attractive person. You've got 10 seconds. Ready, go. Oh, my God. I hope Gina Davis is attractive because it's totally attractive.